You're listening to the SLT Podcast, a resource to encourage and equip Liberty Christian School families for a Christ-centered life. Well, welcome in. Uh, Thank you for joining us for our first podcast. My name is Taylor. I'm Sam. I'm Alex. And I'm Courtney. And we wanted to take this first episode to introduce ourselves. What Uh, the listeners don't know is uh this is our 555th take. Yeah. Just to say our names. We've been here for four days. Trust us, we're qualified. It's pretty good. Sam has a beard now. It's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) It took a while. We started and I was clean shaven. Um, So now we want to transition to a a weekly um, edition of our podcast where we want to take uh, a quiz. Um, And uh, the quiz we're going to be taking today is... uh, Very Christian. Very, very Christian. It's a quizzical quiz. A quizzical quiz. And the title of this is, Which Chick-fil-A sauce fits your personality? Mm. And what's the tagline right under that? The tagline is, we can't all be Polynesian sauce. So Yeah, I think we need to to read this out. How would you describe yourself? How would you describe yourself? So your answers are sociable, relaxed, curious, and fearless. Sociable would be mine. Yeah, that's Mm. true. Okay. I'm going to go. Yep, there you go. Are you going to tell us? I, I don't know. I, I would yeah, say you, relaxed. I'm going to go with that one. Describe you, you as go. relaxed. Yeah. Mm. Is that okay? I'm fearless. You're a little curious, Almost. Alex, and mm. we can all be different. You know? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll do curious. curious I was like, none of these really fit me. Uh. Curious. It's okay. You just got to choose one. I don't okay. This quiz. I Next just curious. Is choose your dream vacation with four. Is Italy on here? I think Italy that wilderness it. picture is going to be Alex's uh, The local for sure. Chinese buffet is not on there. But Alex, the uh, climbing a mountain is, and that is your favorite oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that's your thing. Some, uh, yeah. Is it wilderness? Because that is kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. What, what is your favorite season? Summer. Mm. It probably would be fall if we lived somewhere where we had four seasons, but like we don't. Yeah, how it got like 20 degrees overnight. I like, just like how bright it is outside for so long during summer. I'm really sad that it's about to be so dark all the time. Yeah, I'm doing summer. What about you guys, Sam? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with winter, but like real winter, not not Texas winter. Okay. Oh, but like Colorado winter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, snow, not snow. Whatever. Caught in your beard, winter. Yeah. Winter gets dangerous because I just wear like stretchy pants. And, See, I'm uh, fearless. And then when it comes back, you have to wear your pants again. You're like, oh no. Mm. Trying to think. So you never know. All right. Uh, what's your favorite dessert? We got ice cream. We got an apple pie, we have cheesecake, and we got brownies. Oh, I'm changing mine to fall. It's got to like be brownies, specifically the fudgy kind, the cakey kind. I do like that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not into specifics. it, but if it's just like the gooey brownies, okay. maybe not 100% cooked. That's fair. It's between ice cream and pie for me. I'm going to go pie. Mm. I'm going to yeah. go ice cream. Ice cream? Okay, that's a good call. I'm going to go cheesecake. Ew. Why is there such silence? I do like like Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake is good. It's so good. All right. Are you a night owl or an early bird? But the answers are night owl, early bird, a little bit of both, or neither. You can go early bird. It used to be that way. I feel like I have an identity crisis because I am like naturally a night owl, and I so desperately want to be an early bird, but I'm just not. Hmm. And I need to accept that, but I can't. And an early bird, which means I'm wise. And I have worms. Michael Scott, The Office. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. good. Classic. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm going to go, since I have three children, I'm just tired all the time. <laughs> so I'm going to just go neither. Yeah, I chose neither too. <laughs> I mean, you both have kids. I think that's a kid's thing. All right. What do you order at Chick-fil-A? I think this will probably wait, determine what Yeah, it is. wait a minute. This might as well ask, what Chick-fil-A sauce <laughs> do you sauce think do you, you are? Like? All right, so what do you order? The I, option are sandwich, fries, nuggets or strips, salad or wrap. There are no other options. No. Uh, yes, there are. You can Soup? get... 
just a fillet, and that's what I get. I'm gonna go the with that's a strip. Mm. I'll say strip. That's I'm gonna go fries. I, th- I'm going fries too because I'm split fillet. between the sandwich and the nuggets every time. Yeah, I'm gonna go with sandwich oh, there. I'm disappointed in my answer. All right, so now we're gonna go around mm. and we're gonna do our personality. I'll go last. So, um, Sam, would you go first? Absolutely. I got zesty buffalo sauce. Oh, I like that one. I see that. It's perfect for me. You live with passion for everything you do and are always the life of the party. I see that. All Mm. right, Alex, what do you got? Oh, my gosh. This is terrible. (laughs) Zesty. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get mayonnaise? No, I got... It's not that bad, but I never get this here. (laughs) Ketchup. It's... (laughs) How do you even pronounce this? Ranch? Am I saying that right? (laughs) Ranch. <laughs> cool. Must, must be a what Texas does it say thing. about you? Uh, oh, it says uh, you're always laid back and your friends rely on you for the best advice. Ranch. What? Well, I like it. Yeah. Um, oh. I got Polynesian sauce. Oh. It says, you know that life is sweet, but also a little sour at times. You're ready to handle anything that comes your way. Me too. I also oh got gosh. Polynesian Can sauce. Can you even get yeah. Chick-fil-A sauce? You is know this what? an option on here? I don't know. That's what I get. I got to tell sauce. you, yep. Polynesian sauce, we've discovered, melts through the container. Yeah, it's, it does. It's right. overpowering. It does. If you it's leave the most it, powerful of all the sauces. Because I think like, like all American human beings, I have a drawer at home where I keep spare Chick-fil-A sauces. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? Well, everyone does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Chick-fil-A sauce, of course, is always in there. It's always fine. But the Polynesian somehow melts through its container into the drawer. And I'm sure if I, I left it for long it. enough, it would wow. melt through the drawer itself. But the hardest thing is when you're driving, uh, Polynesian sauce is the worst because oh, it's yeah, so it's thin, it gets everywhere. No, buffalo sauce is more yeah. thin. I cannot it. relate to this um, even a little. Yeah. I don't get the Polynesian well, sauce. Because of your ranch. Sure. It tastes like <laughs> maple syrup. Like it's, why would you get that? Since What's this one wasn't that? hasn't been mentioned yet, my go-to these days is honey roasted barbecue. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. a packet. Yes. It That's tastes very good. similar yeah. to Chick-fil-A it sauce, exactly but it has way less... Grams of sugar. Oh, you know what's amazing? That. Basic things Pro you said. Tip. The tip. A- avocado ranch that you get for like the salads, salads and the wraps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you put that on a sandwich. That's a pro tip right there. Pro wow. tip. I'm sure you could ask them to put it on there for you. It's Chick fil A. By tip. the way, uh, please still sponsor us, Chick fil A. Nice. Okay, hey, Sam, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Would love to. Yeah. So, hi, my name is Sam Dow. I'm the preschool and lower school pastor. Been at Liberty for a year and a half. Um, I worked at Sky Ranch before this for two summers. And then I worked at a church as the youth pastor and then associate pastor for like six years. So, that was awesome. Um, so I love working with kids. I love that this job is exactly my maturity level. Nice. <laughs> I yeah. find that's probably why I'm the most relatable to the little ones is because, yeah, we have the same sense of humor. Who'd you meet at Sky Ranch? Um, so I met my wife there. Mm. Aww. Uh-huh. We were both counselors and Can working together with the little ones. The that's copyright protected. Uh, yeah, we're probably going to get this flag. No, that's great. Sorry, Sorry Phil Collins. Um, yeah. While working at Sky Ranch, I met my beautiful wife, Jennifer, who is a kindergarten teacher at Liberty Christian School. Mm. She's been here working here. She actually went to high school all the way through um, Liberty and is an alumni working as a teacher now, which is awesome. Um, she was kind of the connection to introduce me to the school and been here ever since. Loving it. Yeah. Um, I guess what would be one of your, your favorite things about working with lower school and ECE students? Sure. Uh, I would say it's building a foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm stunned all the time. You kind of take for granted when you're an adult, uh, the way that you walk in your faith is just so kind of ingrained into you already that somewhere along the way, people were building a foundation of faith in your relationship with Jesus in you. And so seeing those blocks start falling into place for the little ones, knowing this is going to change the way that they perceive God for the rest of their life. 
that is, that's a huge privilege, man. I love it. Yeah. seems like everything, every Bible story we explore together, every spiritual principle that I get to invest in them, that's, you can see it changing their life in a way that I don't think, uh, older kids you get to see is evidently. So yeah. the little ones, it really just adds to their character, which is awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. For all the listeners out there, if you've ever seen Sam around any of our kids, you know how intentional he is and pours into them. So it's really cool. He's definitely the most uh, popular pastor out of the four of us. I would say so. Yeah. I really want to attribute it to the beard though. Um, right. Or maybe just him as a person. I just oh. feel like I don't walk around and hear people saying, Pastor Courtney, Pastor Courtney, Pastor <clears throat> Courtney. And that's Is there all. a Samson effect to your beard, do you think, Sam? So, so does it give me powers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And if it's shaved, shaven? It can't be shaved. Shaved. I'm going to say shaven because it sounds like King James. <laughs> 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 like a King James. If thou beardest, is shaveth, um, dost thou lose thou power? No one knows. Mm. So is it like Superman's facial hair that like can't be shaved? Yeah, Sounded if like any Alex. of you listeners don't know anything about uh, superheroes, you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Courtney not Trump's alone, Courtney, what happened, uh, what happened in your life recently? Speaking of not alone, can you share a little bit about your life? Yes. My new last name is Crenshaw. So hey. Courtney Crenshaw. I Pastor Crenshaw. Yeah, she changed her name. Sister um, Crenshaw. Just uh, copyright. We can't oh, sing that. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> it's not available. You'd think it would sink in by now, but she doesn't. Yes, I got married two months ago today, so really fun, and um, I have been working the same amount of time as Alex and Sam, so about a year and a half. I'm the upper school youth pastor, and I also get to spend a lot of time with middle school girls on the retreats and um, mission trips and all of the things, and so I grew up in private school, so I grew up in a very similar school to Liberty Christian. I uh, grew up always going to church on the weekend and camps during the summer, and so feel like I have a very similar background to a lot of the students that I meet with and get to understand what it's like to walk in their shoes. Okay. And um, after co- after high school, I went to the University of Texas, Hook'em Horns. I knew that was coming. It's fine. Um, and then I went to Keenecuck Institute, which is a graduate program for biblical studies and just got to focus on studying God's word and living in community and um, just really sifting through scripture and seeing what the Bible has to say about um, doctrine. And so was really helpful coming into this job after that um, because now I have just a very good foundation and I'm able to always point students to truth. This job has honestly been my dream job. It was exactly what I wanted to do. Leaving Kanakuk Institute, I thought I was going to have to convince a school to create this position and the Lord just totally opened the door and never heard of Argyle, Texas. And then all of a sudden I was here. So really thankful to get to do ministry here. Hmm. Is your favorite gospel, Luke? Um, going to have to go with John. Wow. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Luke, if you're listening, um, you're my favorite gospel. <laughs> So, Courtney, what would uh, what would be your favorite thing about being at Liberty Christian? My favorite thing about being here is all the different relationships that we get to have on campus. So, it's just really sweet that we not only get to know students, but we know their younger siblings in lower school. We know their older siblings that went on to college a lot of the time. And then we also get to create relationships with um, our staff members and get to link arms with them in ministry and encourage each other in discipleship. And we get to know the parents. And that's a big heart that will part of why we wanted to do this podcast. And we'll get to that. Thanks, Courtney. Appreciate that. My turn? I, I think so. 
So my name's Alex, and uh, yeah, I started here a year and a half ago with Courtney and Sam. What did you, you do for the first week that you were at Liberty? <laughs> my first week here? Yeah. Oh, I did wilderness. <laughs> well, which, if you don't know what Trial wilderness is, yeah, it's like the Hunger Games, but scarier. It is really, really cool. I really am not an outdoorsy person. I do not like it. Uh, the most out, most outdoorsy thing I do is track my steps from my house to the trash can. And uh, yet wilderness was <laughs> awesome. Don't laugh at my steps. Okay, don't laugh at the steps. What do you but... get, like 100 steps a day? Don't, don't, don't laugh at my steps. <laughs> so, this is why they call me the stepdad. No. Oh, my God. Oh, That's wow. a good one. That really was I'm a good. stepdad. I have two stepkids here at the school. It's yeah. awesome. They love it, too. Where'd you come from? What'd you do before Liberty? Where did you come from? Where, Where did, did you go? go? You can't do that either. It's copyright. Uh, copyright. Uh, well, obviously, I was in the show business. No, that's not true. I came from El Paso. Um, the 915. Anyway. Okay, what did you do there, though? Oh, what I did there, I <laughs> believe it or not, they <laughs> let me run a youth ministry over there, um, a student ministry. Um, and so that that was a lot of fun. Got to do that for around 10 years. Then uh, got to move down there uh, with my, my beautiful wife, Hannah. What are your kids' names? My kids' names are Shiloh and Avi, and they are in uh, first and uh, third grade. So uh, Shiloh's in third grade. Avi is in first grade. Avi, um, she's, our, she's our little girl. She's awesome, full of life. Uh, Shiloh is our little boy, also awesome, and likes to wake up ridiculously early in the morning. Pretty cool. Uh, he loves math. He does love math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does not like words, as he puts it. He's like, I don't like words. I like the math. Math is a word. Yeah, yeah. jokes on him. He's a child. He's a child, <laughs> Sam. Take it easy on. Okay. Take it easy on, bro. You'll understand. Come on, Sam, one children's day. pastor Taylor. Mm. Tell I, us about yourself. Um, well, hi, my name's Taylor Morgan. I am the middle school youth pastor here, and this would be my fourth year at Liberty, and I have loved every year that I've been here. It's been awesome. Uh, before that, I'm a homegrown boy. I was actually born in Denton, and so right up the street, and uh, I went to Lake Dallas High School. And so I knew of Liberty, and I, I knew like a couple kids who went here, but I never would imagine working here, and I've loved it. It's been great. Mm. And um, before here, I graduated from high school, went to A&M, uh, you know, the better university in, in Texas. I hate to see it. That's, that's not nice. Um, and I met my wife there, which was uh, the highlight of me going to A&M. I got to serve in different ministries while there. Uh, most notably, there was one called Impact, um, where it was like a freshman-centered uh, Christian retreat. And my wife and I, we got to be directors of that our senior year and met um, through that. And so that was wonderful. Uh, but graduating uh, from college, I went into insurance for a couple of years. And then before I came to Liberty, I was a youth pastor and an associate pastor down at a small church in Hempstead, Texas. Beautiful Hempstead, Texas. Beautiful. Everyone mm. knows it. Everyone's yeah. heard of it. Yeah. If you have a vacation there. Hempstead, Texas. You are missing out. Yep. That's great. Airbnb that. That'll be great. Um, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> and so when I first started off at Liberty, I was the... Seventh grade and eighth grade Bible teacher. And I taught half and half. Yeah. Um, the next year, I taught all of eighth grade, who are now sophomores. And then last year, I was out of the classroom and doing full time uh, with being the middle school youth pastor. By the so. way, Taylor's super smart with Bible stuff. Mm. That's mm. debatable. Yeah, I have. I, I get to teach this year for the first time, and I have some of your kids in my class, mm. and they know a lot of stuff about the Bible. They have a great foundation. I think it's because of you. 
Mm. So, and their parents, of course. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. But no, I appreciate that. I, I love getting to teach, and I think everyone at this table really does, and so we're really blessed to, to do what we do. And you have three little ones at the school. I do. Tell us about them. Yeah, so I have three boys. Um, I have twin boys who are five. The best. And they're amazing. So uh, fun. Their name is Caleb and Judah. And then our little man, he is three. He is in the ECE program. He comes up here three days a week with me, and his name is Elias. Always smiling. And so always smiling, loves life. I want to love life as much as my three-year-old. And earlier, I just realized, and I love you so much, that I didn't say my wife's name. My wife's name is Andrea. Um, but yeah, so I've been married. We've been married for about seven years now. Uh, we had our seventh anniversary in July. Cool. And so it's super exciting. So yeah, my life is full of fun. Uh, it is not very restful, uh, but it's very fulfilling. Yeah, yeah that's a Taylor's also a good dad. Really oh, dad. I love the way you love your kids. Thanks. It's inspiring. Do do we need to say and now a word from our sponsors? And now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Does that work? Do you want me to put where you said that? In a world where giraffes run rampant, <laughs> overtaken by toxic radiation, <laughs> it's up to one man to take them down. To bring them to the long neck of justice. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage in Giraffic Park. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> that was beautiful. For everyone listening, you might be asking, why are we doing this? Like, why, why are we having a podcast in the first place? Because this seems fun. And I ask uh, that question every single day. Why we have this podcast? Moment why of my life. No, why am I doing this? Oh, <laughs> oh Damon, why am I doing this podcast? So one of the things that um, what we really wanted to share with families is a lot of people, whether it's families or students or staff members, have always just talked about how the four of us have a very unique relationship, and you've already seen... Well into that a lot um, and it just the way that from the very beginning we just all clicked and all have different backgrounds and personalities but just have a lot of fun together and we've always talked about that that can only come because we all um, love the Lord and are pursuing his purpose for our lives and um, care about these this school and these students and um, love doing ministry together and linking arms. And so we kind of wanted to uh, share that a little bit um, and make it feel like y'all are just grabbing a chair, grabbing a coffee and Mm. sitting at the table alongside us because this is what it would actually sound like. That was a really good intro. Great job, Courtney. So another reason why we wanted to do a podcast specifically is uh, we have a lot of high achieving families, uh, a lot of families who are investing really well into their children and those children are involved in a lot of activities, um, whether that be sporting activities or I guess fine arts or all these different things that they're involved in. Uh, You have parents going to those games or they're working late at work or um, they just don't have a lot of time in their schedule to drive out here uh, because also people drive in from all over uh, the DFW area to come to Liberty. And so we wanted to be able to create an outlet uh, to get into uh, the hands of our parents and also for our, our kids uh, that they'd be able to, to hear us and hear our hearts and hear um, kind of different topics and cultural things that are going on that we can discuss and we can just meet you where you're at. And so hopefully 
uh, you'll be able to listen to us maybe while you're driving or working out or uh, wanting to fall asleep, uh, <laughs> one of those things. Uh, but we just wanted to make this as convenient as possible to come into your life um, as we could. And two of the words, too, that we've really landed on after a lot of prayer and conversations about this podcast is we really hope that um, we would be encouraging and equipping our yeah. listeners. And that's really going to be what we filter all of our um, topics through is, is this encouraging and equipping for Christ? And um, that's the heart that each of us have for our ministries in general, but also to meet you where you're at, um, where you can come here and listen and either feel encouraged for the um, staff members that are around your students, or if you are a student, the people that you can come to that love you and care about you, um, and also feel equipped to continue to pursue the Lord, whether that's from a parenting perspective or just an individual perspective. I want to take this opportunity to really thank um, all of our parents uh, at Liberty uh, for, for sending your kids to our school that we get to invest in and pour into and uh, partner with. And we're just really excited and blessed to get to have these opportunities. Uh, one, of the, one of my favorite things at Liberty, the reason why I love it so much is, so for Alex and, and Sam uh, and myself, we, had, we got to be you know youth pastors at a church in a church setting before this. And while I love the church ministry and what we get to do at those places, um, I think that I'm able to speak for, for us where you don't get to be with kids nearly as much as you do at the school. Um, and so in a lot of ways, being a youth pastor is almost kind of lonely where you get to be up at the church and you're working on things, you're developing things, you're, you're seeking out scripture, you're meeting up with people and different uh, staff members and dreaming of what ministry could look like and occasionally getting to go on campuses uh, where students are having lunches. But in a lot of places, it's really difficult to have lunches with students. You have to go through a lot of protocol and security and all that fun stuff. And so, but here at Liberty, the kids are here. And I walk out of my office and I get to see kids and talk with them all day. And that's a really beautiful thing. And so I just think ministry here is unique because yeah. we get to be with them all the time. And that's awesome. So let's take time out. And what we're going to do is we're going to share, or I would like for us to share, what is maybe the one thing or main thing that you would hope kids from your ministry, from like your age group or whatever that looks like, uh, would know uh, after having you in their life here at Liberty? That's a really good question. I, um, I, I, I want them to, I think, um, especially for my generation, we, we just did not understand the Christian story. Like we understood stories of the Bible, but not the story of the Bible. Does that make sense? Um, you know, I want them to, to walk away knowing that the Bible is not bunch of disconnected points um, that all um, can be taken apart and used differently, but that the God of the Bible, number one, wanted to reveal himself, um, and that he chose this book that is mainly a story to reveal himself through, because stories are what resonate with us. And if I was a God and I wanted to be known, I would choose story uh, to reveal myself, because that's what we remember. We remember stories. And so uh, I'd, I'd want them to walk away knowing the story of this awesome God who uh, has been moving all of history to reveal himself to mankind. And so I think um, that's just something I, I, I pray about a lot. It's in my prayers a lot for the students 
that they would know the God of this story as revealed in Scripture. I think when I think about that, before I got hired here, even in my interview, I shared what my purpose statement is for life, and it's to disciple the next um, generation into faithful followers of the Lord and to equip them to study the Word of God for a lifetime. And so whether I'm the upper school youth pastor at Liberty or a mama one day or 75, that that's my purpose statement regardless of the vocation that I'm in. And I think that is my lens through which I look through ministry is um, desiring our students to want discipleship, to see what that looks like and want someone older than them investing and pouring into them and showing, hey, this is what it looks like to seek the Lord in this. And also that they feel equipped um, that su- to study their Bible and that they're not intimidated by opening it up and reading scripture and understanding how to do that outside of the walls of liberty and when they leave here. And so um, my heart for these students is that they would know that by each of us that they are seen and known and valuable, that they um, know that I know their name and that I want to know their story and that their story is valuable and important and that there is a Savior who knows every detail about them and we get to be the people pointing them back to Him. And so that is my desire is that when we have any upper school girl um, leaving, whether they're a senior or anything else that they know, hey, someone in this building um, knew me and cared about me and invested into my life. And that's not because of who that person is. It's because they are following Jesus Christ. Um, I think for preschool and lower school, um, the biggest thing for little ones is just generally the way the world works is as kids get older, they become more exposed to the world. And so just naturally as human beings, we become more worldly. And so not allowing those kids to become so affected by the world, that they're more of a product of who Jesus is than who the world says that they are. Um, And so the awesome part about little ones is the discipleship with them is so relational because to them, the Bible is um, it's a very intellectual thing as they're memorizing Bible verses and things like that. So not allowing their personal place in God's story to get lost in the Bible as a subject almost, yeah. um, that they know that this is an active living word. This is a personal thing that they're going through each day. Um, so for me, it's kind of making that connection from you know a book that was written thousands of years ago on the other side of the planet to a culture that's completely foreign to a 2019 eight-year-old, um, learning how can they make it personally applicable and how is that relevant to them and um, so that they're excited to read yeah. God's story. They're yeah. excited to be a part of that. And just letting lower school kids know um, by the time they get to middle school that they're discovering what their unique giftings and their unique purposes, and they're not alone in that. Um, I'm really glad that my boys get to be under your care and um, in your shepherding in lower school. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, they they are a lot of fun. Um, What about for you, Taylor? Yeah, I would say I, I love getting to do middle school youth ministry. Uh, like when I think about myself as a medical student and how uncertain I was about everything <laughs> in life. Um, and, and one of the main things of like really of who I was and what I was following. And I see that in our, in our kids. Uh, but one of the big things that I want a student out of middle school going into high school, um, is I feel like the, the term identity gets thrown around a lot with middle school students about finding out who they are, um, and who they're going to be and who they're going to listen to. Um, as far as direction and where to go. 
Um, and I really feel that that identity is really tied to where they find their worth and value and um, what makes them feel um, valuable, I guess. Um, and so I really want them to know, one, who the Lord is, mm. um, that they would have a deep understanding and love for God's word, um, that they would develop a thirst mm. and a hunger uh, to know more about him, uh, to seek the one who created them, uh, to seek the one who they are made in his image. Uh, and so primarily I want art students to love the Lord and to love their Bible. Mm. And um, as much as I can help in that, uh, which I think is primarily through uh, the passion that we show for God's word as his truth, as, as what we need, um, as our sustainer, that we would seek after that, that we would not be able to go a day without it because it's just so desperately for us. I, I really pray that our students would have um, a David mentality that it would be a, a delight to us as we approach scripture. And so to know who God is, to have a love for his word, and also to know who they are. Uh, I feel like so many of our students are trying to seek out um, ways to feel loved or valued or treasured. And I want them to know to their core um, how much they're loved by the Lord and that they don't have to perform uh, to get approval. They don't have to seek out affirmation or, or worth from anyone uh, because of their value in Christ. And so I would say that's the biggest thing or things that I would love for our middle school students to know. So, um, yeah. So that's all I got. Woo. All right. We're going to end with one final question. Probably the most spiritual question we have on this entire podcast. Uh, the question is, what movie character from any movie would you replace with Nicolas Cage to make that movie better? Hmm. Mary Poppins. <laughs> and who would he replace? Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay. If we're playing it that way, then I'm going to say the sound of music because, oh you know, we're keeping it with the same actress that he's replacing. Yikes. <laughs> he's just taking all of Julie's jobs. Yeah. You hate to see it. <laughs> wow. That's what I call Sweet her. Julie. Mm. Good old Julie. Yeah. 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 So that's him. So I'm that's just imagining Nicolas Cage, you know, like singing about, uh, his favorite things and turning curtains into dresses right mm. now. So I'm still going to stick with the sound of music. Okay, that's fair. Sure. That's good. <laughs> that's Another copyright. copyright. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with national treasure, but everyone else Every character that's is not Nicolas Cage becomes, <laughs> yes, this sounds kind of like an, giraffic. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. If I do say so myself. Can you it's imagine an him? all Nicolas Cage national treasure. Best friend, Nicolas Cage. Love interest, Nicolas Cage. Even Nicolas <laughs> Cage, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Um, I want him to play every cat on the new Cats movie that's wow. coming out. If you haven't seen that, please don't. Wait. It's terrifying. To Follow lay, me. To lay in the podcast, though, our names spell cats. Oh, no. We're not The first letter that. of each. The Cats uh, podcast. So, yeah, if you have any ideas of what our podcast should be named, uh, please let us know. Meow. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Copyright. Only all the velociraptors are Nicolas Cage. <laughs> like, and the T-Rex Jurassic is World. actually a giraffe. Like those three? Yeah. But it's Nicolas Cage. Mm. And instead of like their weird ah, noise that they make, it's just Nicolas Cage. Oh. And it's called <laughs> every time. It's called Jurassic Park Uncaged. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's where it is. That's it. Money. Call me Michael Bay. Velociraptors are running through Washington, D.C. looking for clues. Oh. <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us on the SLT podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us at spirituallife at mylcs.com.